0: Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Official Gears Podcast, where we're talking about everything from mouse ears to butterbeers. I'm Alan, and as always, I'm joined by my buddy Brian, and we are the guys of years of Experience, or the Gears for short. We want to thank you guys for tuning in and uh, following along with us as we keep going with our Traveling With series. Uh, How's it going today, Brian?
1: I am wonderful. I um, got a couple new quote requests over the weekend, so I've been working on those, and yep. uh, just kind of working on some training and it's fall break so we are planning a couple uh we may go to dollywood or to uh, chattanooga to rock city so just a couple day trips something like that but things I, are still good. Wanna you. I still want to
0: go to dollywood i still want to go to dollywood it's been good i haven't been over there yet I, it, I hear good things so we might have to come and, visit I've got you guys a lot of, and crush your dollywood party
1: <laughs> i've had a lot of friends go this week and i've been looking at pictures and think it's pretty looks pretty good this year so
0: nice nice excited oh, it's been good so, what about you It's been good. Uh, had a pretty cool weekend, which was kind of nice. So I'm liking that we have the fire pit back out. I like the fall weather. uh, Not too bad. A little bit of rain, but drizzly rain, not too bad.
1: Yeah. Well, falls here, so it's about that time. Exactly. Um. Well, as your mouse experts, we are here to help with all your Disney and Universal Destination questions and help you prepare for your next vacation. If you missed it, on our last episode, we discussed traveling with an all boys party with our fellow mouse expert and Gears member Mike Carnes. And on this episode, we welcome a fellow mouse expert as well. And we are joined with uh, by Becky Keaton, who is going to help us with traveling with grandparents. So, Becky, how are you?
2: Hey, I'm doing good. Very happy to be here. Thanks for having
1: me. We're glad to have you on the show. Welcome, Um, welcome. Yep. We're just going to, I don't know if you've listened to any of the episodes or all of the episodes, but we're just going to have a little bit of fun, ask you some questions, and hopefully you can help us figure out how to travel with grandparents, because I know when I've done it, it has been a debacle most (laughs) of the time. So we're going to pick your brain.
2: Awesome. Pick your brain. Awesome. Yeah. I can help out.
1: (laughs) Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: So, um, my name is Becky Keenan, as you guys said, um, I have been at Ears agent for six years, um, became an agent in 2014, um, Ears, I was a previous client, actually Ears had planned my trip in 2012 and it was this fantastic vacation. They had actually planned the vacation with, um, my parents and my sister's family. So exactly kind of what we're talking about tonight. Um, just a seamless experience. Um, and I just always knew if I had the opportunity to give that experience to somebody else, um, I would love to do it. So they were looking for outside agents two years later and I, I hopped on board and it's been an awesome ride ever since. So
1: that's, very cool. that's a cool story. Um, yeah. Summer. Summer joined us because a ears agent planned one of her trips. So
2: awesome. Yep.
1: Interesting Mm -hmm. story. Who planned yours?
2: Um, Amy Howard, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
1: Good deal. uh, How often do you travel to Disney?
2: Well, I usually try to get to some Disney destination two to three times a year. Um, always go down for our agency conference, which is obviously where I had the pleasure of meeting both of you. Um, always a great learning experience and, and fun time. Um, usually try to get to um, uh, Disney another time of year as well. Um, also try to do a Disney cruise if they're, if they're sailing, uh, used to live in San Diego, so was a annual pass holder at Disneyland. So that was nice to have the opportunity to, to head up there frequently. So two to three times a year is what I, what I try to average. I always like to kind of have a, have a something in the books or on the books, I guess. Um, just as that always kind of having something to look forward to. So
0: Isn't Disneyland so different from Disney World?
2: Yes. And you know what? I grew up with... um, I'm from Pennsylvania originally. So growing up on the East Coast, all I ever knew was Walt Disney World. You know, we went there growing up. And the first time that I went to Disneyland, I'll be honest with you, I was a little disappointed. It's, (laughs) you know, it's just, it's not that grandeur when you're like, you're standing on Main Street and you're, you know, looking looking down at the castle and it's just like oh, so you know i it was it was really different and it, so i was like okay you know i'm going to go i have to go back because this is this you know this is where it all started you know went back and there is just it's amazing like it's so different you can, cannot compare the two um, and it just, it holds this special place in my heart because I got to know it so well from going there so mm-hmm. often, but it is fantastic. I mean, it's, it's a completely different experience, but a wonderful one at that for sure.
0: It feels yeah. to me like they pack a lot more punch into a much smaller area.
2: Yes. But, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I mean, I grew up on the West coast, so going out there as a kid too. So, uh, okay. I, yeah. Uh, it yeah. It's diff-
2: very, con- it's convenient, you know? Mm-hmm it's convenient and it's neat if you know you've gone to both to to compare like what ride you like better at one park or the other you know they all have just like these little different you know intricacies I guess if you will exactly. or, yeah so yeah it's yeah. pretty cool to be able to compare the two or you know how they differ
1: yeah, I feel like as long as I've known you, I've seen some kind of like countdown to a Disney vacation on your on your page. And it's like I feel like most of the time it's Disney cruises, but you also go to Alani as well, don't you?
2: I have, yes. I have been to Alani. Um I actually had the pleasure of um I lived on Oahu for seven years. So I could actually see Ko'olina, which is where Alani is from my from my backyard. So I I actually watched them build Alani. Um, from the ground up and um, it's it's fantastic there's there's nothing like Hawaii in my opinion Um, living there visiting there um, would highly recommend um, going and staying because it's just you know Hawaii is just so rich in culture Um, and the nice thing about Aulani is you know they really worked with the Hawaiian people to make sure that that experience was was uh, you know the culture was uh very much a part of the resort um so it's not that resort that screams disney necessarily you know but it's just it's so beautiful and relaxing and um yeah it's it's amazing there too so I, i
1: agree i've had the pleasure of going to hawaii once but it was way before alani was even built and it's just like you're going to a different country Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's still within the United States, of course, but when you when you land, the moment you land at the airport, you think you've flown to a different country, and the culture is completely different, everything seems real relaxed, um, you have that tropical feel to it, and I can only imagine what it's really like, you know, once you visit the uh, Disney destination over there as well, um, because you do have the Disney customer service there, you have a touch of Disney, but then, like you said, it's you've got the storytelling of the um, of the, the the natives for the island and and how they try to keep that culture i think it's very interesting and very happy to see that disney did something like that
2: yeah yeah very exciting so it, it's a, it's a great option and um highly recommend and great pricing right now
0: great yes. pricing
2: right now for for alani so
0: yep. yeah because they've announced that they're uh getting ready to reopen re- re- reopening
2: so yeah yeah
0: we talked about that briefly on our last episode but yeah coming up can't wait so uh Becky where do you get your love of Disney from obviously we heard some of that growing up right
2: yeah yeah definitely just growing up um my my parents just instilled um in me a, a love of travel um and we always took family vacations growing up um it was the four of us my my younger sister and my parents and um we drove everywhere you know we didn't we didn't Fly, um, and we often went to went to Disney World. The, that was our family vacations. Um, my mom was a teacher, um, so really the only time that we had to go was in the summertime, in the heat and humidity. Um, so growing up, I only ever experienced Disney in the summer. I never experienced it any other time of year. I didn't experience any of the festivals or um, you know, the holidays or anything like that. So, um, that aspect of it didn't really come until, um, until, you know, later or whatever. But, um, I think just the love of Disney is just going at different points in my life and how every time you go, um, it's different. It's obviously different from who you're traveling with. Um, and then just now to be able to take my son and to see him experience that and to see him enjoy it. And then to see, you know, my parents who used to take me now they're taking their grandkids. It's just like, it's just neat to kind of see it come full circle and that love of Disney still there, like after all of these years. So I think it's pretty cool.
0: That whole generational aspect. it's great.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: And what do you find most rewarding about being a mouse expert?
2: I think helping other people to um, experience that love of Disney um, and create those memories, whether it's for the first time, whether it's the 10th time, um, you know, regardless of how much they like to assist in the planning. I think just um, helping them maybe see something a little bit differently or, you know, giving them tips to kind of make for um, maybe a a different type of vacation than they thought they may have, so.
0: That's one thing we talk about here a lot is that you can go every time you go and do something different and still find new cool things to do that may have been there for a long time that you just never knew about or didn't try. There's some really cool
2: things. Yeah, Hmm. absolutely. Different every time.
0: Absolutely. What is the (laughs) most often question you get asked
2: by people? I think the most, um, asked question would be, when's the best time to go to Disney? (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I, yeah, yeah, anytime. And I, I guess it's kind of like what you're envisioning is going to be happening you know like is the best time because the weather's beautiful or perfect is the best time because the crowds are lower is the best time because it's decorated differently or there's special events going on there's a festival so I mean, yeah, like you said, any time's the best time, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, like I said, growing up, we only had the summertime to go. So maybe if your, your family only has a certain time, that's the best time, you know. So it's, it's what's the best time for, for your family and I think kind of what it is that you feel would make your trip most memorable.
0: And I think that's something that's fairly common with a lot of people. You think about vacations in the summer when you have school kids and things like that. But so it tends to be that thing that, you know, but um, man, if you can go at a different time, it, it can be such a different experience and still a whole lot of fun. Um, I love the holidays at the parks. Holidays are so much fun. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: We talk about it a lot on the episodes where we say it really just depends on what your expectations are. And, you know, no one upfront, um, You gotta have to go in summer because of this, you know, your school schedule or whatever. But yeah, if you can figure it out. And I know where I live, there are so many opportunities throughout the school year to be able to get away for, you know, a quick maybe three, four day trip or uh, some of the breaks that are longer. We have a fall break that's a week long and a spring break that's a week long. Those are wonderful times to go, not necessarily spring break, because a lot of people have the spring break about the same same time, time, but Mm -hmm. fall break, it seems like nobody has the fall break that we do. It's the first week of October, you get down there and I mean, we feel like we have the park at about 30%, capacity basically what it's like now, a lot of the days that we're down there. And I mean, it's, it's, it's wonderful. So if you can avoid the summer break and check out one of the different times, it's so much, you know, there's so much to do. It's so worth it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Uh,
0: yeah. What would you say is the best piece of advice you give travelers, Becky?
2: Um, I think the best piece of advice is, you know, no matter how, how well you have your trip planned out, that you have to be flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, and And by that too, I mean, not just obviously being flexible because things are gonna pop up, right? But I think just, you know, if you're traveling with kids, especially just kind of following their lead. I think maybe some of my best memories are, you know, we had this, you know, fast pass plan, then we were going to do this, 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 and you have your day all like kind of laid out, right? You know in your head what you want to do. Your kids might not know exactly what that plan is, but you know, you have it as the adult, but just kind of following their lead sometimes. Like it's okay if you stray from, the itinerary that's planned or what you have planned in place, like just follow their lead. And sometimes it'll just lead to the best memories that, you know, that, that you'll experience. Yeah. So I think flexibility.
1: I agree. You don't, you don't want to be, you want to be familiar with your plan and have an idea what you're going to do, but you don't want to be one of those people that leaves your plan at the hotel. And all of a sudden you're in panic mode because you forgot it and you have no idea what your plan is and you're just struggling through the rest of the day. So have a plan, but or, be flexible. Like,
0: yeah, you also don't want to be the person that is so regimented that everything is, you know, scheduled out even to the potty breaks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and you're worried about getting off schedule because you're you're so stuck to that schedule that you um, yeah. lose some of the experience. So yeah. exactly, have a general plan,
1: exactly. be flexible. Yes. Absolutely, yeah.
2: enjoy something's, the
1: moment. Something's not going to go right. It's it's guaranteed. Right.
2: <laughs> it's it's <laughs> not going to go right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's vacation, exactly. And if it
1: does, woohoo, Disney magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a client text me yesterday and was like, We didn't get the rise of the resistance that we wanted. And I was like, Oh man, I'm so sorry. And I was like, you know, maybe go up to a cast member, and see if they can do something or whatever. He's like, No, it's good. He said, It just gives a series to come back. And I was like, Well, every now and then, you know, you do get a little Disney magic if you just kind of, you know, make somebody aware of the situation and he's like, We're good. We'll leave that magic for somebody else that really needs it. And I was like, that's that's a cool approach, you know. Absolutely, great attitude to to that because their whole reason for going down there was to ride the rise of the resistance, and they thought they'd have a good shot because of the wait times and everything. And I was like, well, you know, you do, but so it's twenty, <laughs> you know, twenty thousand people. whatever so. <laughs> well, it's so.
0: it's still such a technologically advanced attraction. And there's so much that, you know, can still go wrong with it. You know, we feel like. Yeah. It was doing really well before the shutdown, but then, you know, all that time, it's not been up and running all this time. So we're still kind of working through some of those things while it's getting better and getting better. It's it's one of those things that takes time. So you just never
1: know. Yep. Well, Becky, are you currently working on anything secretly to be able to assist your clients better? I feel like there is. Knowing you, I feel like there's always something going on.
2: (laughs) Uh, Well, I, I don't know if it's secret as much as I've just been trying to... Um, expand beyond Disney um, and just offer clients alternatives, right? Because we all know at where we're at now in, in 2020 that, you know, everybody's idea of a vacation currently looks different. So, yes. um, you, you know, if they're, if they're looking for something other than Disney or Universal, expanding to other options um, and being able to um, give them drivable destinations and things that might be closer to home. They're looking for shorter vacations. Um, So secret, I don't know about secret, but just trying to expand destinations that I'm able to book, um, which has been so much fun to just kind of um, expand my knowledge from um, different cruise lines and all-inclusive resorts and um, you know just different resorts in the literally all around the world basically um, private homes and villas and and things like that um, as part of the curated collection which um, as you know is a is a division of years of experience and um it's been, it's been awesome. So I've kind of taken, uh, the downtime when, you know, Disney was closed and things were kind of slow to kind of, um, always learn and, and expand and, and grow my knowledge, um, and help people beyond Disney, help my current Disney clients who are maybe looking for, you know, tying something else into Disney, um, or, or something else in a different time of the year, travel, travel elsewhere. So that's been fun.
1: Yeah. I've had actually a lot of people ask me if I can do different destinations. And I said, yeah, I could do different things. And I said, you know, they've actually, instead of traveling to the beaches, which is very common for this time of year during the summer, they say, we want to get out to the mountains. We want to go into the woods where people aren't there. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd never thought of that before. And I was like, it's still a really cool vacation. And you know, you can get out and you can explore and do things that you normally wouldn't do. And it's good weather. And so that was one that I was very shocked that I was like, well, I'm Surprised I'm getting a lot of these because normally I don't, I, I get the beaches and the, yeah. uh, the warm weather destinations. So,
2: yeah. And yeah, it's nice because for the longest time, I mean, well, obviously years, everyone's like, do you, do you book anything else besides Disney? You know, they would come and check my clients to yeah. come and check with me first to see if, you know, Oh, Hey, we're going to stay, you know, wherever in Miami or doing this, uh, you know, can you help us with that? And I'm like, I can't, you know, so now it's kind of nice to have the opportunity to say like, Hey, you know yeah. what, I can help you or, you yeah. know, point you in the right direction. So it's fun. Yeah, it's
0: nice to have new options.
2: Yes. Yep. yep.
1: All right, so talk to us about your podcast, because we like to promote people as much as we can on here. And I know you have a podcast as well. So tell us a little bit about it.
2: I do. And I was, I was talking with, um, Alan a little bit earlier about that. So I, I started a podcast, um, cheers, the toast to all things, Disney, um, which focused on Disney. And, um, I had, it was just kind of me doing the talking. It wasn't, it wasn't this platform and this platform is really cool. So I was was excited to see how you guys were, you know, even setting this up as far as us chatting tonight. (laughs) Um, And, and I like it because when it's just me talking on the podcast, it's kind of like, you know, but I, I, you know, I had listened to some podcasts and it was just one person. So that was kind of like the format I was kind of used to. So that's kind of what I rolled with. And, um, you know, the whole cheers to, you know, or toast to Disney, um, I was going to kind of feature like a wine that I was drinking or a beer or a beverage or coffee or, or whatnot. Um, and I kind of was, I was obviously focusing on Disney. And then once I kind of started expanding beyond Disney, um, I'm kind of in the process of revamping it at the moment. So it's currently not happening, so to speak. Um, I'm, I'm doing more of a, a cheers, a toast to all things travel. So it will kind of focus more on all travel destinations, not just um, specifically Disney. So that's kind of the avenue that I'm taking, taking my podcast. So it's kind of in a, in a holding pattern uh, transition, if you will. So, but I would love to do more something like this, where I have that conversation piece. Cause I think it's like, you know, you guys have that. It's more interesting, I feel. So thank you I for guess. your, your podcast, because it kind <laughs> of has opened my eyes to like a different, a different way, a different platform, I guess, if you will. So
1: well, I like the idea that you are, you book more than Disney, um, you know, you book a whole lot of more destinations. So just opening that up and talking about all the different destinations just travel in general, yeah. I think is, you know, really good for you. And you know, when when we do these podcasts, I sit in the car and there's some days where I drive about an hour or so to go show uh, clients' houses and things because, you know, I'm a real estate agent. I, I have the conversation of what I'm going to say on these episodes. I just run that over in my head. And so mm-hmm. I'm talking in the car and I'm sure if you drive next to me, you think I'm talking on the phone, but I'm really just talking about the podcast and what I'm going to say on the episode. <laughs> so That's it, is kind yeah. of like a, it is kind of like a one-way conversation with me <laughs> until we actually get on here because I was like, I don't know what Alan's going to say. So, that's so funny
2: yeah but, well yeah I even tried um you know recording it in the car like with different like apps and stuff because I'm in the car a couple a couple of times a week for like an hour or so and so I'll be like yeah kind of similar like I record myself to see if like it sounded okay <laughs> and then I'd hear like someone beeping or like a turn signal or something you know I'm like this probably isn't really good but then you could at least kind of like you said hear your thoughts yeah. and if it sounded okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's fun.
0: fun. Well, again, we're glad to have you here. Um, One of the reasons we had you here is because you are um, typically traveling with multi-generational families. So like traveling with grandparents and grandkids, a little bit of everybody. Um, So Mm -hmm. it's one of the reasons we wanted to have you on the show. So we appreciate you coming in and uh, helping us with that. Um, I, unfortunately, all my grandparents have passed and I don't have kids. So um, I do travel a lot with my mom. People have heard that in the past that uh, mom tends to go with us wherever we go because uh, she's single and doesn't have anybody to travel with. So she always tends to go with us, but we have a good time with my mom. Um, so
1: appreciate you coming in, helping us with that. Yes, um, absolutely. And, and I feel like... we get too far. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like with with the traveling with grandparents, this this is just kind of fits for a lot of, you know, you don't have to necessarily be a grandparent. I mean... Mm-hmm. just somebody you know that, that's uh, you know older in age um because it's kind of the same situation you know grandparents we know just kind of go with the flow for most of the most of it but um some of the things we're going to talk about is specific to um th- those up there in age because you know you got to take it easy on them sometimes they're there to relax and enjoy their trip and they don't want to be with me and, you know, can't sit down and eat a cinnamon roll because they're going to get yelled because we're missing our, you know, <laughs> we're fast missing our fast, 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 fast. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I've had to learn with my mom and mother-in-law and because, you know, all of my grandparents have passed too, but uh, my mom and my mother-in-law are still around um, and they're, they're the only two, but I've had to learn to kind of go slow and just um, it's, it's not about me at that time. So I'm still working on that. So. Not not better at all about some of the things in the past, but moving take on
0: my mom and she's usually there from <laughs> open to close. You can't get her out of the park sometimes, think, so
1: <laughs> My mom shows up at one o'clock and wondering why we haven't you know why we've done all this stuff already okay. you know, and she's not <laughs> listening to this, and so she's why do you have to pick your food six months in advance? I don't know what kind of cheeseburger I want six months in <laughs> advance, so it's a different story with her, oh. Uh everybody's mm, different yeah
2: yes yeah. <laughs> all
0: right so before we get too much farther in uh we like to do our quick get to know you rapid fire questions that we do with all the agents that we have on so um we are going to uh get that out of the way so these are just your first quick answer simple questions uh we'll come back and elaborate later so just whatever comes to mind first
1: and uh, okay
0: brian are you going to time
1: I am going to time and I will start the timer. As soon as Alan finishes the first question.
0: And we will time finish to beat with the answer to number 10 when you finish your answer.
1: Time to beat is 43 seconds. No pressure. Are you oh, ready? I'm nervous. No, no pressure. <laughs> it's fun. All right, here we go.
0: Okay. First question is what is your favorite attraction at Walt Disney world?
2: A uh, space mountain
0: Mickey ice cream bar or ice cream sandwich.
2: Ice cream sandwich. Favorite resort? Uh, Wilderness Lodge.
0: Funniest character to meet?
2: Uh, Jack Skellington.
0: People will be surprised you haven't done this at a Disney park.
2: Um, Oh my gosh. I'm sure there's a ton I haven't done. I'm not sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, we'll come back. Pass. Oh, best best Disney pass. soundtrack. Best Disney
2: soundtrack. Um Little Mermaid.
0: Uh, Marvel Universe or Star Wars? Marvel. Disney villain you could become friends with.
2: <sighs> Ursula.
0: Oswald or Steamboat Willie? Oswald. And before your vacation is over, you must
2: watch the fireworks.
0: <laughs> very good. You had some good ones.
1: Some new ones. Yeah. Um, what was my what time? Was I, I,
2: did probably, I don't want to
1: tell you. I don't want oh. to tell
2: you. <laughs> you guys, you set me up to be very, really nervous about the whole thing.
1: It's all a like, minute 18.
2: So, huh? In. Oh a minute 18. gosh. Okay. Well, i have to practice. Uh, Can
1: you send me the, uh, the questions next time? <laughs> a five minute penalty for not being able to finish the one. So you you, oh, you right. can't think of anything that you haven't done at Disney. Oh, if there's not a ride you haven't done or. Um, a
2: restaurant you haven't been to. Oh yeah, I guess. I, I guess I wasn't thinking like, um, I guess I wasn't thinking that specifically. I was, I was, trying to think of this like something very grand that like everybody does at Disney that I, I hadn't done, <laughs> you know? Um, I have never done like, um, I've never done the Luau, the spirit of Aloha, never done that. Um, I've never even stayed at the Polynesian, to be honest with you. Um, and I, I don't know if that's because, you know, like having lived in Hawaii, I felt like I, I just kind of experienced the <laughs> whole island that. thing. Yeah. And then so I just didn't want to kind of experience it at Disney. I didn't want something different. But um, yeah, so I don't know.
1: I would like to know, you know, we ask these questions every week, but I would like to know how we would end up answering them and what our times would be if we had to do it. So, yeah, right.
2: Without, without knowing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You get even, a little, even faster. knowing. Even no, knowing possibly. if
1: somebody said best soundtrack, I'd be like, "Uh, uh I don't know, Star Wars. Yeah, I, know. I don't know." Definitely <laughs> <laughs> totally well, different see, you when see, you're see, on the house. You seat.
2: overthink it. Yeah, you you start overthinking it. Like you, there should yeah. be like a right answer or something. So yeah, yeah. it's probably, you know.
0: And Ursula, that's, that's okay. a new one. A villain you could be friends with.
2: I was going with the, um, the Little Mermaid theme, I guess, for whatever reason.
1: <laughs> she was
2: <laughs> there. You go. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's At least right. you didn't that's say the idea. art of animation as your favorite resort.
2: Ah, no, Wilderness Lodge.
0: Yeah, I love the lodge too.
2: Yeah, we stay there beautiful. in February. Yeah, nice. I'm saying I, I just it. made uh reservations for next June, another multi generational trip. So perfect. Um, yeah, I do like it there. <laughs> but.
1: I'm I'm trying to talk Mandy in a Yeah, yeah, two bedroom suite at um or not suite um, the villa at at Polly at the Polly, so for Christmas.
2: Oh, nice.
1: I think we got a quote. It was about fifty two hundred for the four of us for a long weekend. And I was like, that's just one house I have to sell. I can do that. So I'm gonna I have the quote typed up. Yeah, I have the quote typed up (laughs) on my uh in my Mailchimp on my computer. I'm gonna email it to her later on tonight. <laughs> I'm starting to think I need to get a real estate license. I don't know.
2: I think about yeah. that all the time too. It's it's, <laughs>
1: it's nice. It really is, but it's, it's a whole other story. story. So it's still yeah. work.
2: that's a lot of work.
1: it is. It yeah. is
0: so all right, well, let's start right. talking about traveling with grandparents.
2: Let's. Get all right.
1: <laughs> so, like I said. I struggle with grandparents because basically my mother-in-law and her sister said I almost killed them because I was so like, go, 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 go. How do you set expectations when you travel with your parents or just grandparents in general?
2: Um, I think you just kind of have to know your client and get to know them just like any client that you're working with. Right. Like they're all going to have their own expectations. Um, You know, they're all going to have um, what they're capable of doing, for example, and not capable of doing. Um, You know, when I'm traveling with my parents, I know that my dad has issues walking, you know. so that's something that I'm going to take into consideration when we're planning, for example. Um, neither one of my parents I know like to ride rides that are, you know, they're never going to be on Space Mountain. They're not going to be on anything that's going fast. They're not, probably not even going to be on Soren, for example. So I think when you're traveling with those, you know, multi-generational groups, families, you really not, you need to kind of see – what their likes or dislikes are even more so than your normal like family or your client. Um, because there might just be those, those certain things that, um, they're, they're just not going to be capable of, of doing on, on a Disney vacation, because there is a lot of that go, 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 you know, day in and day out. So I we, we
1: had to, we had to tailor our vacation a lot with my dad when he went, uh, because he had double knee surgery and he the therapy didn't go right so his knees wouldn't bend the entire way so there were certain rides that he wasn't able to get on uh, mostly the roller coasters and you know and then so we kind of started figuring out okay real quick what can wh- how can we get them involved um because that was you know they were paying a lot of money to be on vacation with us and we wanted them to be on vacation with us not just be there like right. we wanted them involved so um yeah, you definitely have to change expectations and just kind of f- figure them out, and, like see what what they can, cannot do, like what you said, and and, and go from there. So, good okay. good points.
0: And that kind of leads right into the next thing: is what are the biggest things to keep in mind when planning a trip with grandparents? So definitely that whole go go attitude, right? So you can't always go go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nope. Um, you also have to think about some of the heat. Um, You know, heat is different to everybody, depending on the time of year you go, but especially if you're um, a little bit older, heat can take it out of you a lot faster than it can. Uh, You know, somebody's a little bit younger. And like you were saying, any attractions that might be kind of rough on them, you have to kind of pre-plan and know what that is.
2: Right. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, as far as as the heat goes, if you're traveling, you know, when it's hotter, um, making sure that they're, you know, starting their day early. Um, taking those breaks in the middle of the day for, um, you know, to go back to your resort, um, taking a day or a day or so in the middle of your vacation, just as a down day, you know, just having that time to relax and do something, you know, silly and fun and not necessarily tying it into that, you know, your constant, um, in a park day, Um, if you will, but so just kind of really having it tailored to meet, having it tailored to meet the needs of everybody in your group, you know, is, is something that you have to consider anyways, but even more so when you're, you're with, you know, kids and then, you know, parents, and then also the grandparents, because it's, it looks, it looks different. Um, everybody. My
0: mom is still fairly young. She's, um in her mid just past her mid 60s um she has two artificial knees and like i said she will run us ragged at disney sometimes um but it, there's just different things you have to be aware of too so uh, you know at some points her knees do start to bother um but having that day to have a downtime and enjoy the resorts the resorts have so many great amenities and so many great things to do um a few years back my mom was over we were all hanging out at the pool in the pool bar and mom decided to go and do a Mickey tie-dye shirt with all the kids. that so they were doing activities by the pool. So she got to bring home a Mickey tie-dye oh. shirt with her. Uh, you know, so there's just so many great things to do at a resort. Um, I actually really enjoy having an off day kind of in the middle to slow down, yeah. relax, um, you know, take some time and chill out and really enjoy it. And and there's so many things at the resorts not to try that if you have the time. Sure.
2: Yeah, totally. There really are lots of, lots of options and just things that you just, you know, going each time, you know, like we were talking about before, how every time you go, there's something different and all of the resorts, the nice things, you know, is checking out a different resort. If you're not mm-hmm. saying somewhere, you know, in particular, seeing what other, other resorts have to offer. Um, so they had a sip and paint at beach club that I learned about the last time I was I was there. So that was like super cool. never knew that that existed. So they um, like something had, simple like that would be, you know, a fun activity that would.
0: Right. Um, when we were there different. for Christmas last year, um, we actually stayed at Saratoga and they had a sip and paint kind of thing there too. And it was really cool because it was a winter scene um, and it looked like Olaf, you know, back silhouette with a, a Santa hat, but the moon they painted like the dust star. So they tied star Wars and like frozen and Disney, everything together. It was really kind of a (laughs) cool painting they were doing. I'm like, this was awesome. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But finding things like that, you know, there's, there's so many different things you can do. Um, that downtime is great.
2: Yeah. Yep. For sure.
0: And some, what, what are some of the other trends we talk about or think about when traveling with grandparents?
2: Um, I think you really want to focus on the where that you're staying. Um, you know, transportation is going to be an issue for a lot of parents. I think of my dad, for example, when he goes back, you know, in next summer, he's going to need a scooter because he just can't walk like he used to walk. And, you know, um, so he's just really kind of like, you know, the whole bus thing, it bothers him, you know? So you, you kind of have to think and, you know, how is it affecting them like how like my dad's worried about how people are going to view him in a scooter i'm like dad you've been to disney how many times have you seen the scooters like you're not going to be the only person in a scooter you know like (laughs) you've seen a lot of them yeah So it bothers him to think that he's going to maybe inconvenience somebody else getting on a bus, for example, because it's the process, you know, like we've, we've all seen that. So, you know, taking into consideration something like that, like how are they going to feel? Are they going to be comfortable with it? And then providing them with options. Okay. You know, Hey, let's, let's maybe consider a resort that has multiple transportation options. Mm -hmm. You know, the monorail line's great. You're right there. Um, you know, the contemporary and you know, he can't walk, but hey, you could drive your scooter 10 minutes, you know, and you know, walking to Magic Kingdom. Um, the boat, you know, like Wilderness Lodge. Yes, it has the bus, it has the boat too. So, you know, anything that's going to be a different mode of transportation. Um, and now of course the the skyliner too, depending on where you stay is is an option too. Um, but just giving um you know. Ideas and and giving them something to think about, um, as far as transportation goes, might be might be something that would be helpful, especially if there's a scooter or a wheelchair involved that might be you know cumbersome or that they're they're worried about. So,
0: those are pretty good points. Um, yeah,
1: I I like the idea of being as close to the parks as possible. Just you know, I mean, I'm 38 years old, um, but I don't want to be on those buses if I don't have to be. Um, just having, even if I have to be on a bus, being at a moderate deluxe, I'm closer to the parks than I would be at a value. Um, yeah. So yeah, the, the transportation is huge. Um, just because I, I want to be closer to the parks. I want more options because I feel like the more options, the less people that are on them. Um, and that's not always the case. I mean, you do have busier times. But I mean, it, it, we've talked about it abo- before the moderate and deluxe feel is just so much different than a value. And I think that, um, you know, as we get older, we start to really value convenience and, um, peace, peace of mind and peace of ears. Uh, you know, there, there's not as many kids screaming and yelling at the pool and things and, um, the deluxe and values, uh, the moderates are, are typically what I book for people who are traveling with grandparents.
2: Right. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, to taking into consideration, you know, especially if you're on the monorail line or you're staying closer to the parks is, is the ability to get back to the resort. So, you know, they could go back to the resort, Mm -hmm. um, you know, to rest or, you know, if you look at it, they could take the grandkids back to swim while the parents go and kind of do their thing, you know? So if you kind of look at it like that, where a lot of times, you know, I know when we're on vacation, you know, my parents will give us time to just go and be adults, you know, and go out to dinner or go ride the rides and and they'll take the kids back to swim at the resort or they'll go take that midday break because everybody's ready for a break, but maybe not us, so to speak. So. um, I, I I
1: had never thought of having babysitters before.
2: They're they're great (laughs) 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 babysitters.
1: Although I don't think I can
2: dinner out.
1: Yeah, I I don't think I can trust my mother-in-law to get on the monorail (laughs) and still get off at the resort that she's staying at. Even if I say it's your first stop, I think she's still going to miss it. So,
2: well, you have to have a little faith, you know.
1: (laughs) Oh, that one needs a lot of faith.
0: And the dining options too. The dining options are something to think about. You know, when you are at a value resort and you want to get back to the resort and have something to eat, you're you're limited to a food court style option Yeah. where, you know, grandparents typically want to go sit down and have a meal. And I think a lot of times they would rather have somebody bring the food to them and have a waiter or something. So, uh, you know, when you get to those moderates, they typically do have a sit down. And when you get to a deluxe, they have a sit down and a signature restaurant. So um, you could go a little fancier if you wanted to as well. So, yeah nice things to consider there as well.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, options, mm-hmm. options are key for sure.
0: And so. what about Epcot? I feel like Epcot is a great place if you're a little bit older.
2: Yeah, there are some awesome festivals, right? The Flower and Garden, definitely one of my favorites for sure. Um, just the, the pure, just the beauty of it. I mean, it's just amazing um, what they do with, with flowers and the topiaries and just the, um, you know, just that's, colorful that's landscaping fantastic. With everything. yes yeah. yeah. And the great food, the food and wine festival, um, is another thing. Um, and it's just, I think Epcot is, it's great because it's, it's more of a slow pace, you know, mm-hmm. just traveling from country to country and just kind of experiencing, um, everything that, is there to offer. I mean, you could really just dive deep into culture from every country that you walk to. So if you really just took your time and it's just, that's a great place for, um, for older people as well. I mean, for everybody, but you know, when you're thinking of grandparents, you know, um, just to kind of take the time and, um, they have the kid caught too. So great for the grandkids too. They can go in and get their little passports and, um, you know, kind of experience
0: that too. Yeah, mom's not a big drinker, but she loves food and wine because we can snack all day on really amazing <laughs> things from all over the place. And we we tend to do that. We've talked about that quite a bit. We love food and wine.
2: Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. 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 For sure. They um it's definitely an experience for them to get out and, you know, we've this is maybe just be be me, but I feel like grandparents like to travel and like to get out and explore and Not always do they get the chance to go out of the country or anything. This kind of gives them that. And so does Animal Kingdom to an extent where they can go and experience different cultures. Uh, And so you you hit that, you know, right on on the head. Uh, I also think that some of the festivals or some of the things they do throughout the year during the holidays. Um, Grandparents really enjoy with the Christmas trees and the Easter eggs during uh, during Easter. Um, They're just wonderful opportunities for them to get out maybe not necessarily be in a park but just kind of go out and explore and see the different festivals and things that different countries do for you know christmas and and the christmas trees and then, like i said the yeah the easter eggs at all the different resorts um they're fantastic pieces of art uh not just like the flower to prairies but i mean like the easter eggs of the trees i mean they're they're tremendous what what people do with them and it's this those people are so talented like i couldn't i could not do something like that I, wouldn't even try. So I think grandparents really appreciate those things and they're not in the parks. So like I said, you can just go to a resort and walk around or Disney Springs and, you know, see the different things they've got going on there.
0: On well, the holidays yeah. too. And the, the memories and the nostalgia and all that that brings back, you know, yeah. brings out great stories and uh, you know, things growing up and it's, it was fun. Um, Christmas is always a big thing in our family with my grandparents. So.
1: Yeah, and that's with Disney cool. turning Disney turning fifty, you get all the nostalgia, nostalgia and the, the stories about when they were kids and it first opened, and you know they it's been open for maybe a couple of years or something, so everything was still original. Um, yeah, that's that's a good point. The grandparents are all about nostalgia, all yes. back in the good old days. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> walk that's walk right. down Main Street uphill, no you know no shoes. <laughs>
2: Both ways. uphill both ways. In
1: the snow <laughs> and the rain. In oh, the snow. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so like I said, one thing I've I've learned to really have to work on is just keep in mind that things move slower when you're traveling with grandparents typically. And you know, it's because they typically go slower and it's not because they're just slow people. Um, I mean, my mom can now walk me in a heartbeat if she really wanted to, but it's, they do things at a more casual pace. They're soaking things in a little bit more. They're really taking it in because they're there for the feels of being in Walt Disney world. They're not there to ride space mountain five times or, or fly to passage or they could care less about rise of the resistance. They just want to see the kids laugh and kids smile. And they want to see them meet Mickey mouse for the first time, their favorite princess that that's what they're there for. So moving at a more casual pace is something that I'm going to really work on. I am I'm, I'm trying. Um, but it, it, it's, it's something that I've really felt like I need to do anyway, because I'm missing out on a lot, trying to get to the next ride. Like, like Becky said, you, sometimes you need to let your kids lead. And that's, that's wonderful advice because you do, and they're going to pick up on things and go see things, you know, catches their eye that we don't even look at because we're so focused on mm-hmm. what's ahead of us. Um, and then i feel like they prefer the sit down meals at not just the restaurant or not the resorts but just um in the park it gives them a chance to really sit down and take a break usually 30 minutes to an hour of just air conditioning sitting down resting and then you know just talking to everybody about what they've done so far and what they've really enjoyed so those are those are some of the biggest ones and i think living in the moment is another one like I said, they're just there to enjoy the feels and, and really soak just it soak it in because let's face it, some of the, this might be the last time they go. And I think in the back of their minds, they kind of know that they don't have a whole lot of these kind of vacations left. So they're going to enjoy it as much as possible. Um, but it's, it's all about them taking their time and really soaking it in and uh, just letting the kids be kids and, and seeing what they, you know what they make of their vacation. Let the adults be kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get Let's yelled at the time. Let the
2: grandparents be the babysitters.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like I, I get yelled at all the time. Brian, smile. Brian, go have fun. And I'm like, I am.
0: So. <laughs> but, Sometimes we're just not sure if you have teeth, Brian, because you don't smile that often. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're in there.
2: Yes, well, I mean, the nice thing too, traveling with with parents and grandparents are the souvenirs, right? Because they're super excited to buy, you know, everybody Mickey ears, their favorite, you know,
1: um, t-shirts.
2: Yeah, everything. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so you know, you go to 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 dinner at Chef Mickey's, and then there's the gift shop, and you know, Grandma and Grandpa are in the store with the kids because they're so excited because they found something, and yeah, they come home with Four way things. too much you need an Way extra bag when you go with with the grandparents for sure. Way
1: too much. And then if you go with so. the grandparents that go frequently, they have to go to this one store and get the newest edition of this, whether it's a <laughs> coffee mug or a Halloween towel or whatever, they have to have the newest one. And then sure enough, like Becky said, you come out with instead of just one coffee mug, you come up with five bags. Mm-hmm. And it's like, "What what happened? Well, they said they liked this."
2: Yes. So, yeah.
1: Uh, you don't have to spend the money on it most of the time though. So it's okay.
2: That's right. That's right. <laughs> usually taken care of. So that's yeah. the bonus. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. A bonus.
1: All right. So let's talk about those resorts that we talked about or we mentioned earlier. Um, what resort suits grandparents for like what they're what they're looking for the best?
2: Um, I I kind of like to start at the monorail loop. Um, like I said before, it gives you that, it gives you those mode of transportation. So grand Floridian, contemporary, um, Polynesian, right. You're going to be able to either walk, you're going to be able to take the boat, you're going to be able to take the monorail, take the bus. Um, they're close. They can get back if they have to go back. Um, they're close for everybody to go back and just take a, take a break, take a nap, you know, start your day early, come back to the resort, swim, Go back in at night when it's cooler. You know the the heat issue again. So if it's too hot, you know, making sure that you, you know, you have those those breaks in there. or the ability to being on the monorail line to get to those different restaurants, you know, having those options close by. So on your down day where, you know, you're not necessarily in the park and need a park ticket to go in, you know, you can go and have dinner at the contemporary if you're staying at the Grand Floridian, for example. So kind of like that easy access, I think for everybody, Um, you know, everybody involved and just some, you know, different options as far as being close to the parks
0: go. And right along that same line, we have the Epcot collection, we call them too. So that's your boardwalk, yacht and beach club. Um, and to an extent, the the Swan and Dolphin. Um, but we talk more about beach and yacht than we do with anything over there. Uh, but it, it's nice, it's the same thing. So you know, if you're at those uh, Epcot resorts, you have the back entrance to Epcot that is walking distance. Uh, you do have the Skyliner there now, which can take you to Hollywood Studios. Uh, And there is Watercraft that will take you over to Hollywood Studios, too. So you have a couple of different transportation options, a lot of different dining options over there. Uh, And then you still have bus transportation to the other parks, too. So it's giving you some flexibility, but still that that same feel of being close to one of the parks. You can go and enjoy it and come back, take a break.
1: Uh, Everybody loves the pool at Yacht and Beach. Some great things over there. Yeah, I have a couple other options that aren't nearly as close to the parks. Um, we have the Animal Kingdom Lodge, which uh, I don't know if, if you haven't been to it, you need to at least go re- explore it because the collection of African art there is just amazing. And, you yeah, know, the vibe of that resort is, is phenomenal. And then you have the savannah rooms where you can just sit out on your balcony and hope to get it, you know, a, a good look at some of the giraffes or gazelle or antelope or something that's roaming around. Um, you have Wilderness Lodge, which we touched on earlier. It's got like a great um, mountain vibe to it, where you know if you got somebody that loves the Rocky Mountains or just hiking or something, you you got that option. And then some of your moderates, you have the Coronado Springs, which is a more relaxed conference type feel, so you don't have kids running um, running loose like you do at some of the values or some of the other uh, moderates. And then uh, Port Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter. They're peaceful. The Riverside has wonderful New Orleans um, plantation vibes. And then French Quarter is the smallest resort on property. So if you're worried about walking from your room to the the food court to refill your mug or something, you can just you have that peace of mind that you're the smallest in your rooms, not as far as you know, some of the other resorts, but all of those are wonderful options for anybody really, but specifically grandparents.
0: Mm-hmm. Great atmosphere a lot of those too. Yeah. So let's move on and talk about dining. Um, so, how do you guys feel about a buffet versus a menu type dining location?
2: It kind of almost it almost depends. I think a nice variety, especially when you're traveling, you know, with grandparents, like we talked about before they they do want kind of that sit down. Um, the nice thing that kind of ties in I think with the buffets are kind of like the, the character dining and experience. most of the character dining are buffets. Um, and so that creates a good atmosphere for the kids and it makes the grandparents happy because they're getting the pictures of the characters um you know um, so it's kind of like the best of of both worlds. they're able to to sit, Someone's coming to them for the most part, other than, you know, other the buffet. Um, but I think kind of like a balance between the two um, works well for, for grandparents.
1: I agree with that. I, um, we did Crystal's Palace um, one year and this 65 year old woman cried when Winnie the Pooh came out and came to the table, bald like a baby like she was she was smacking somebody on the back and said here he comes here he comes here he comes and then when he got close she she just lost it and i was sitting there thinking i was like this is supposed to be for the kids and here you are acting like a you know a big kid and i was like i I like, this is great you know you don't get to experience this every time you come um but i do i i think they enjoy the sit down as well with ordering off a menu so they have those choices um because they like to eat you know good food and i'm not saying the buffets aren't good food but you know the buffets are very similar in food at each restaurant, but uh, a good balance is, is definitely a good idea, Becky.
0: Well, sometimes you have that work of, you know, getting up and down and going to the buffet and carrying your plate back and forth. And, you know, if you have somebody who's in a scooter, that's, you know, going to be a little more difficult in some cases. Mm So uh, yeah, things I try to keep in mind.
2: Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, think to sometimes dinner shows, like the one, the one show that we really like and are hoping to do again in June is, um, hoop to do review. Mm -hmm. So that was something that was enjoyable, you know, and again, it's, it's sit down. So they're physically bringing you, I guess it's family style. So they're physically, they're bringing you the food, but then the kids are, you know, interacting. And, um, I, I guess that's what I would think of, you know, my parents enjoy seeing the kids, know like it's it's about the it's about the grandkids you know so them seeing them happy and having a good time i think is what um you know they they enjoy most about the trip for sure so
0: that's a great show too it's been there a long time and it doesn't change a whole lot but it's still fun every time you go
2: yeah it's a
0: good one um so you have that you also have you know the luau that's been at the polynesian so um, let's move on to talk about, what about navigating the parks? What what are some of the things that we need to keep in mind when we're navigating the parks?
2: Um, when you're, you're navigating the parks, again, it's almost like you do want to have somewhat of a plan in place. Um, obviously, right now, there's no fast passes. Um, so and with the parks being less crowded right now, it's probably a lot easier to to maneuver um you know, so just kind of again, having like that that plan in place, but being flexible enough to kind of um know what everyone's comfortable doing. So for example, you know, with my parents, they're, like I said before, they're not gonna ride Space Mountain. I mean, some grandparents might love that they're they're not into those fast, you know, ride. So, um, you know, the one time we had gone when the kids were real little and they went and took them on, um, you know, Winnie the Pooh, you know, took them on the carousel while the adults went off and, and waited in the longer lines for Space Mountain, for example, or, um, Big Thunder. Um, you know, they were kind of like our, our kid swap, if you will, but there was no swap <laughs> involved. They, were, just, just hanging they out. were kind of the, they were hanging out. So I guess just, again, knowing, you know, what they're comfortable doing, um, I think is huge because some grandparents are all about that for sure. um, And others kind of not so much. My mom would, I mean, even when she was my age, would not get on a roller coaster. So that's just something that she just never liked. So.
0: (laughs) Well, that's a really good point too, is is kind of keeping in mind their mobility, right? So, you know, are they in a scooter? Are they going to need to stay in a scooter? Are they going to be able to get out? Um, you know, do they have knee issues where they can't bend their knees quite so comfortably for some of those attractions and uh, keeping that in mind so you can kind of set that expectation in the beginning. Uh, my mom's a roller coaster fanatic. She will do them all. So uh, she does yeah. have trouble getting her knees into some of them, but once she's in, she's good to go. <laughs> <laughs> so keeping that whole mobility thing in mind is, uh, is very important as well.
1: yes my mom my mom likes all the she she would ride roller coasters up until a couple years ago and then she started having she started worried about her heart um now she's all nostalgia give me the haunted mansion 10 times a day um jungle cruise pirates of the caribbean like all the ones that were there when we were younger and kids that she made us ride over and over again she still loves them and so keeping that you know in mind when you plan that they're going to want to do the ones like i said you know when they were there when they were kids. You know, I remember writing that one for the first time I got to ride it every time I go, Um, you know, things like that. Um, But yeah, definitely have a plan be flexible with your plan. Like we've said, when we started doing this series, I, I told Alan, I wanted to do one with traveling with grandparents and, you know, just doing tips. And he said, it's like traveling with a toddler. You know, <laughs> you just you got to be flexible. You gotta, yeah, you, know, you gotta have downtime, and you know, and oh, yeah. similar you know, ideas. That is true. that is yeah. so true. It really, it really is. You know, sometimes you got to build in a nap time. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you just do the carousel progress, and they'll fall right asleep on that. So you just gotta make sure <laughs> to wake them back ride. up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so. That's still a must do.
1: <laughs> it is. It is. Oh. Um Becky can you think of any other, any other tips for traveling with grandparents?
2: Something um, we may not have mentioned? One of the things that I always highly recommend is memory maker. Um just capturing every little moment, you know, um with the with the mm-hmm photographers and the family pictures and, you know, not having to worry about who's not going to be in a picture or I need to find somebody to take our picture and the, you know, the magic moments that they add to a, add to the, the photos and, and whatnot. So um, definitely something that is a, is a must include if you're traveling with the whole family. Um, so you can just capture, capture those memories and those little things that you might not might not otherwise capture.
0: Memory maker is such an amazing deal. Once you see what you get out of that, and you know some of those things, those photos are, you know, they're priceless. Those, yeah, they're they're amazing. They do a great yeah. job. Yeah,
1: yep. yep. And and I'll say, even if you don't get a memory maker, make sure that you include them in the photos somehow. Um, make sure you're just taking pictures of them while they're there with the kids, riding rides, and it, you know, just snap as many of them as you can. Um, mm-hmm. and then make sure you, you, you know, as a special gift, print one off, put it in one of the Disney photo frames, give it to them for Christmas or something, because moments like that mean the world to them. And it's something we often overlook, uh, because we, we take those pictures all the time. We see our kids all the time, you know, as adults, they don't have that anymore. So make sure you just snap as many pictures with them, with your kids, with the grandkids, just, get them involved in the pictures and do it with a memory maker. But if you don't do it with a memory maker, just keep that in mind. But, you know, mm. we always get too busy to snap pictures. So the memory maker is definitely worth it, but yeah. Um, make sure you take the pictures. For Christmas, we actually got my mom, um, a blanket
0: with one of the uh, memory maker photos on it, of the whole family in front of the castle. So like we didn't even, you didn't get it directly from them. I think we actually got it through Walgreens. Um, You know they have a whole photo thing you can do online she loves Mm -hmm. that blanket you know when we're not all together she can pull out her blanket and we're all there with her it's kind of fun so great little memory and and souvenir for not a whole lot so
1: yeah cool idea yes i might be thinking about taking my mom with us on christmas we'll see how that goes we'll see how brave i am So it would be fun (laughs) yeah my sister's taking her with her in a couple of weeks. So I was like, I don't really have to take her. She doesn't need to go to Disney twice in one year, does she? <laughs> um, but I, I'm, I'm thinking, I was going to say, I'm leaning towards taking her because I don't want to hear it if, she, if I don't. So my mom's not thrilled she's not allowed on this trip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're going in February, mom. You were just there in February. We're going in February again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. So um, a lot of great tips and a lot of good information in there. It's been really great having you on Becky um, before we get uh, to wrapping up the episode, let's talk a little bit about any uh, recent news that we need to talk about. Um, so Becky, did you have anything you wanted to tell us?
2: Um, Yeah. Some kind of sad news out of universal that volcano Bay is going to be closed November 2nd to March, 2021
0: yeah so seasonal with that park
2: yes it's, yes
0: it's not terribly surprising since they've already cut back several days a week um you know and we are going into the winter and it's typically when disney does their refurbishment of one of their water parks as well so it's usually kind of a downtime. um but yeah it's a it's a, an amazing park um i haven't gotten to spend the day there yet we did get to do our tour and it's one of the places i'm not a huge water park fan and i really want to spend the day there so we're gonna to have to yeah. plan that. It's
2: it's amazing, yeah. It's it's a really it's a really good time. So um, definitely, if you have your trip planned between November and March, it's a great reason to go back to make more memories in Volcano <laughs> Bay in <the> future. Exactly,
0: <laughs> second trip. That's right. Uh, we so. do have some other news too. So over at Disney, um, Tom Sawyer's Island and the Liberty Square Riverboat are going down for refurbishment. Uh, they are closing through january as well um also kind of a common you know every couple of years or so same thing happens so uh, you know they need to do some work over there and get some things done spiffed up a little bit uh and it gives them the opportunity to take the riverboat out so a lot of people don't really realize that the riverboat is a free floating riverboat um however as it makes its trip around the rivers of america it's actually guided by a track um because it's a pretty big piece of equipment to <laughs> to handle all the time. But when they um, drain the river and they do work with that, they actually can take the riverboat out. They actually tow it um, across the Seven Seas Lagoon, uh, out through the Grand Floridian and back uh, where that little wa- new walkway is going in. So they actually exit back there and they can tow it over to the central shops area in Disney where they can actually dry dock it and do work on it. So kind of interesting, wow. it's sometimes gone. And that would be why. It's on a dry dock. But I'm Great. sure it'll come everybody, back looking fresh and exciting. Everybody lives the riverboat. The riverboat's fun. That's a good time.
2: Yeah. It is fun. It's fun. another one of those
0: yeah. relaxing things to do.
2: Great for grandparents. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. yep. So, Enough with the sad news. And <laughs> as, as we're all told, when one door closes, another one opens. <laughs> and we have lots of doors opening. So There's several new restaurants and other Disney experiences that are soon to be open, if not as of, you know, as, as this recording. And we have the wave and the Kona cafe are now at a mobile ordering. So that's another great opportunity to, um, get some food instead of waiting. Um, you have the lunching pad, the Friar's nook. One of my favorites is now open the cool wash, the donut box in Epcot. The uh, beach club marketplace is open. I love that store. Um, and then the new walkway in the area of Casey's Corner and the expanded seating at Casey's Corner is now open, which was desperately needed for Casey's Corner, because on a on a busy day, there's no seats over there. It's hard to walk through, um, especially for parades and things like that. Um, that I feel like was definitely needed. And then the uh, you mentioned it, Alan, the walkway between Grand Floridian and Magic Kingdom, I believe is complete. i I think think it's just about complete i haven't seen oh did you have it i haven't seen an opening on it yet but
0: yeah well i think it was
1: a um well not open to the public i think it was just one of those videos where somebody said hey look we're done you know Mm -hmm. so pretty cool Uh, i love the idea of being able to walk from it's a little further than the contemporary but you're not getting on a bus you you can go at your own pace um May not do it on the way back after the fireworks, but I would do it maybe on the way morning. to the park. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would definitely do it in the morning. So, yeah, we have any uh, any other news?
2: Um, so, just one thing to kind of piggyback on your not a new restaurant, but the fact that character dining is returning to Chef Mickey's on December sixteenth. It is. So yeah, that's is. some that's some exciting news for those who like that character character dining so and it may still be um, a little then,
0: different may still be a little um, different like they yes. are now where they're not right. necessarily coming to every table um, right but the characters will be there and the restaurant will be reopened like what's it going will... on at some of the others now yeah
2: yeah so well, that's exciting to, to have
1: that's that. one that's one restaurant like garden grill we've seen that they're spacing uh the characters out on the second row um some of the other restaurants they're a little larger so when the characters come by like tusker house they just pop in a room and, you know, you just get to see them from a distance. Chef Mickey's is is a fairly small restaurant compared to a lot of them. So when they're in their section, like when Mickey's in your section, you're still pretty close to him. If they do it, I know they'll do it differently, but if they're still in the similar spots, I think you'll still get a very good picture with them. It's not going to be as far away as some of the other restaurants, I believe.
2: Right. Yeah. So it should be interesting to see what, what happens um and then for star wars fans are
0: opening so have more venues open is a good
2: thing yes Yes. absolutely absolutely and then for star wars fans kylo ren is back at star wars galaxy's edge so that's exciting
1: Yeah, back doing his skit
0: interesting little uh character to see through there kind of cool yeah yeah we got some park hour news don't we alan we do so uh disney has cut back some of the park hours recently but those uh hours are now being extended again especially in the weekends so uh most of october um, has all been extended at least an hour maybe two hours at some of the parks um so going back into having um evening time in the parks so most of the parks were closing at six or seven now they're going back to eight and nine uh depending on the park in the day so um Good to be able to have that nighttime because we all talk about how great nighttime
1: is in the parks. So it's good to be able to have that opportunity back a little bit. Yeah. I'm really hoping I haven't even looked at our hours to see if they've expanded the weekend. We're going to be there, but I hope they are. And I think it's a wonderful idea because they're losing some of the, some of the crowds because school started back and, and things like that. So maybe opening it up where people are going to be in the parks at night and get that night experience may, may bring some people back that typically, probably people that live in Florida, more than likely, um, annual pass holders, but um, I mean, it's a completely different park, and you have to see it during the day and the night.
0: Absolutely different at night. Nighttime is one of my favorite times. Yes. Any of the parks. For sure.
1: That wrap up all the news?
0: I think that's just about it.
1: Okay. No guys, we thank you for listening. Uh, Becky, thank you for coming on and, you know, giving us some insight on traveling with grandparents. Um, hopefully I'll keep all this in mind when I take my mom with us next time. So, <laughs> um, But feel free to share your thoughts, uh, comment on all of our social media, and um, we look forward to hearing from you guys.
0: Uh, be sure to catch us on our next episode as we continue our Traveling With series, and we're going to be discussing uh, traveling with special needs, folks, anybody with special needs, special needs children, et cetera. Uh, and keep a lookout for our Saturday Showdown. Um, last week's uh, Saturday Showdown had a uh, pretty good engagement. People were talking about it. We were talking about uh, the donuts or the cinnamon roll, voodoo donut or Gaston's. Um, I think Gaston's was in the lead there. Um, some yep. cool things going on there. So look for Saturday showdown. Um, what we want to know Wednesday. Uh, so, you know, Wednesday is that opportunity to ask us questions and let us know what you'd like to know, what you'd like to hear about on, up, on an upcoming episode. Uh, and Trivia Thursday. So More trivia coming. Um, all those things are posted on our Facebook page. So please make sure you're liking and following our P- Facebook page. And uh, if you're enjoying any of those posts, please feel free to share it with a friend. They might like it too.
1: We'd appreciate yeah, I'm, that. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for the traveling with special needs uh, episode because I feel like Disney does a wonderful job accommodating Absolutely. families with somebody with special needs. So uh, hopefully we're going to get some good insight on, on that and, and be able to help some people. Um, to if you enjoyed this show, however, and you think, you know, someone else who may enjoy it as well, please share this episode with them. And as always, we want to hear from you. So please leave us a comment or send us an email. All our contact details are available in the show description. So please make sure you check that out. And, becky we end every episode with a quote and we thought we would let you read the quote for this episode
2: i would love to after the rain the sun will reappear there is life after the pain the joy will still be here walt disney yep.
1: it's amazing so how yeah he he always seems to have some kind of quote for every occasion like it's True. just really unremarkable um, that's very true. Well guys, that is a wrap for this episode. And again, we just want to say thank you for listening and uh catch us next time as we uh keep keep on going with our travel with series.
0: Thanks guys, catch you next time. Thanks for joining thank us, you.
1: Becky. Yep, thank you, Becky. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. bye. Bye.